worship. And uh, as, wor- uh, as, as Pastor Bobby said earlier con- concerning communion, that we're going to continue to worship by taking communion. And uh, we're going to continue to worship by uh, partaking of the Word of God, too. And, and so I uh, just want you to be ready for what God wants to speak in your life. Tonight I want to talk to you about the urgency for compassion. The urgency for compassion. I feel like God's put this in my heart for uh, 2018. Uh, not that we shouldn't be compassionate all the time. Uh, it should be some a, a lifestyle, but I have a feeling, as we'll discover tonight, that that may not be the case in, in, in many cases. And, uh, and so I want us to open up our hearts. I really feel, uh, of course, I always, I always do that every time I come up here that I've got a word for us. Uh, but I really do feel like this word is, is something that God wants us to get uh, deeply into our heart. It'll rock your world. It'll rock the world of others. And uh, there is truly an urgency for compassion. And so I'm going to take the story that many of you are very familiar with, and it's the, the story of the Good Samaritan. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at that story, and, and honestly, you're going to probably hear about compassion throughout the, the next year uh, just on a regular basis. Uh, I, want us to, I want us to not only it become... Uh, something that we're familiar with and that we're hearing regularly, but it becomes a lifestyle that we're living our lives, uh, just allowing that, that tender heart of love to, to move us and to motivate us into a place of action where uh, God uh, just really manifests himself in a, in a great way. And, and honestly, that, that word compassion has many meanings uh, one of the meanings of compassion is to become a pain partner with somebody that's in pain. Uh, another one is a eager yearning to help. Uh, it's it's just a, a yearning. It's deep within us, and and it's something that uh, we it, 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 we can cultivate in our life. Uh, scripture also tells us that we're to if we're to uh, see God manifest in a, in, a, in a supernatural way, that we're to seek after love. Uh, the Bible tells us that we're to seek after love. And so uh, love is an aspect, or compassion, or love is an aspect of compassion. And so uh, we need to seek after uh, compassion. We need to seek after making a difference in the lives of other people. And so let's let's pick up in Luke chapter 10, verse 30, and then I'm going to uh, get through tonight and just really honestly kind of unfold uh, just the beginning of what I believe is going to be a great journey in 2018 for us. And so Luke chapter 10 verse 30 says this, Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothes and wounded him and, and departed and leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he had arrived at that place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a centurion, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. And when he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring oil 
and wine, he set him on his own animal, brought him to the inn, and took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took two denarii, or denarii, how do you say that? And, uh, and give them to the innkeeper and said to him, take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. Let's look at uh, some thoughts concerning this, because I think so many times we can read the story and we miss out on some different things that I believe that are very uh, needful for us to understand. And first of all, the first thought I want to give us tonight, allow it to motivate us, allow it to, to, to do something inside of us. As a matter of fact, God, help us right now to capture what you're saying to us through this story. And first and foremost, the first thing I want us to capture in this and why the urgency for compassion is that many desperately, desperately need compassion. There are many people that are desperately in need for compassion. They're they're on the side of the road half dead. They've been been attacked by this world. They've been attacked by sin. They've been attacked by circumstances, by storms, by all kinds of issues that go on in life. And, And they have found themselves, as all of us have found ourselves at one time, on the side of the road, half dead. Because when we're without Christ, that's where we're at. We have no life in us. There's no life in us without Christ in our life. If we are not born again, first and foremost, I'm telling you, we are walking people dead. Dead people walking. I said that wrong. And so we're dead people walking. We're walking through this earth. We're existing, but there's no life. The life of Christ needs to come in us. And we have to allow this to motivate us. Too many people are so irritated and angry at the, at the, 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 the sin that they see in this world. But I'm here to tell you that we shouldn't be angry at the sin. We ought to have compassion towards the sinner. When we see somebody caught up in some type of sin, instead of being angry at what they're doing, regardless of how hideous it may be, we ought to have compassion towards them and see that they are just doing what they do, and that's sinner's sin. And they're, they just they don't know any better. I've been there. I've said this before. Uh, the difference between those that have been incarcerated and, and me is they got caught. I didn't. And I could have a record. I, I mean, I, I, I could. But thank God that I didn't get caught. And thank God that Jesus did come into my life. And that he transformed me and he took me out of the kingdom of darkness and he put me into the kingdom of light. And so there are a lot of people that are in sin that we need to quit. We need to quit being mad at them and start having a compassion for them, start praying for them, start befriending them. Jesus became friends with the sinner. The Pharisees got angry at it. As many of us have gotten angry at sin or the sinner, and, and, and Jesus was eaten with them. Yeah. And the reason is, is because he is full of compassion. He had tender love towards those that were far from Christ. And I'm here to tell you this year, this coming year, even where we're at today, even this week, we need to, we need to start seeing people differently. We need to see them when they're in the middle of sin. We've got to do something. We've got to do something about it. And we've got to reach them. 
There's another reason why many people find themselves in need of compassion, and that's because they're under attack. Sinner and saint alike. There's a devil out there trying to kill, steal, and destroy, and some people do not yet know that they have authority in Jesus Christ and that they can stop the enemy and they can, they can battle and win every time. We don't have to be defeated. We can defeat every time. We can defeat the enemy. He's given us all his authority here on this earth, and we can walk in that authority. Amen? But there are people that are under attack, and they're going through all kinds of stuff in their life, and instead of criticizing them and say they ought to know better, we need to be full of compassion and and, and assist them in, in whatever they're going through. There's also those that, again, just storms hit. Sometimes storms just blow in and it's not anything necessarily uh, an attack on you. It's just a, a storm that's, that's come in and it's hit. And, and, and it's, it's, it's caused some, some stuff in, in our life and, and, and we've got to have a heart for, for those people. Uh, how about accidents you know there's some times from when we just there's just an ass you know i stubbed my toe before and it's just an accident i didn't intend to i didn't plan it out i didn't get up in the morning and pray lord i pray today in jesus mighty name that i just hurt my toe sometime today i don't know how but i want to do that today i never pray that lord help me have an accident today so i can see you at work in my life no, uh-uh, that's not, that's not the fact. And so we, you know, when we see somebody that's going through something, we need to have compassion for them. And then sometimes we just do pieces of stupid. And I'm here to tell you that even though we may have gotten ourselves into a mess, it was never God's plan for us to get out of it alone. We need to come alongside people with a heart of compassion heart full of love, and say, how can I help? What needs to be bandaged? Let me throw you on my donkey. You know, let me, let me, let me assist you in whatever you're going through today. And I'm here to tell you there's lots of people. I, I, I know uh, because I'm, I'm ministering to people all the time, all week, and, and, and throughout every week I am dealing with a, a number of different crises in a variety of different ways in people's lives. And, and, and if I don't watch it, man, I could think that the world is all dark. But I know that God is great. God is good. And that he is our hope and he is our help. And, and I, I come with faith and I believe with all my heart that when people of faith pray for people in faith, miracles happen. And so I am so quick to pray with people. And if they'll, if they'll assist me in assisting them by connecting with me with their faith, we can see miraculous things take place in the lives of those that we're praying for. And we cannot allow uh, people, no matter where they're at, on the side of the road, to give up hope. I got a brother-in-law. I found out this week his been on his fourth attack on cancer, uh, fifth, fifth time of, of battling cancer. Well, he uh, notified the family that he's done. He's, he's done. 
He's quit taking chemo. He's done. He says he's ready to go home. And I have different thoughts on that, you know, but he didn't ask my opinion. Uh, But I do have this thought, is that I have a heart for him and for him to live. And and, and I, I just pray, I just pray that he would open his heart because God is not limited unless we limit him. We have the answer. We're the body of Christ. Jesus, when he went to heaven, he delegated his ministry to us. He says, the things that I've done, you'll do. He says, I want you to go do it. I've given you the authority. I've given you my name. I've given you my Holy Spirit, the same spirit that I was baptized with. You can be baptized with. And you can go, and you can go in the power, and, and you can, and you can uh, go about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil. Because God is with you the same way that he is with Jesus. Amen? Amen. And so we, we need to understand that many, many, many desperately need compassion. Okay, that's the first part. And I wanted to hone in and, and, and really, you know, just pound that in us. Because really that's the most important thing. If we'll just get hold of that, that one fact... That many desperately need us. That we're walking by people every day. Every day we're walking around and, and, and we may even work with them. We may, we may pass them. We may do ministry with them. We may do church with them. We do, may do small groups with them. We may, do, you know, we may shop around them. We're, I don't know. I just know that, that people need our compassion. God has intended for us to be his hands, his feet, his love, his touch, his ministry here on this earth. If it's going to get done, it's going to get done through his, his body here on this earth. One thing that I'm very, very passionate about is the local church. I am so passionate about it, it only grows day by day. I believe that, that the healthiest place that anybody could be is through in a local church, connected and functioning as a part of the body. When the body is connected, it begins to receive the strength from the rest of the body. When it's connected, it begins to be nurtured by the rest of the body. And so my intent, my desire, my passion is when I see somebody, I not only want to bring ministry to them, but I want to bring them to the family. I want to get them connected because I know the love and and the healing that can take place from the whole body. When part of my body starts to hurt, guess what? The rest of my other parts of the body go into action trying to bring healing to that one part that's hurting. Amen? Amen. Are you with me this evening? I really want to pound this in. The other two areas I'm going to talk about because I, I normally have three points because that's who I am. I'm systematic. I think that way. I, I just I, there's just there's some thoughts I want to give you, but this is the this is the most important is that we need to understand that we're His feet, his, we're His hands, we're His touch, we're His mouthpiece. My gosh, we need to understand the power of our words that we can speak life in the lives of people when we speak the word of God in the lives of people. Healing can come forth. Uh, deliverance can come forth. Amen? I, w- I, want us to, I want us to love people like we've never loved people before. 
And so let me, let me show you in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, just really quick. It says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. That word destruction also means loss, waste, ruin, death. And the Bible says there's, there's, you know, there's many there. It says those who enter by, that, by it are many. Many. Say many. many. And my point here is that many desperately need compassion. But notice here, verse 14, For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Okay? I'm going to break that down, not tonight, but I plan on breaking that down on the 17th on our Christmas service. And um, talk about it then. But the point I'm wanting to make here is that there's many people that are experiencing destruction, loss, waste, ruin, and death. Many people. And we need to be about the Father's business here on this earth. Please be sensitive. One thing that I can say uh, that God's done in my heart is I'm, I'm very extremely sensitive to people. Just, I'm just aware. He's a uh, Holy Spirit in me. I think it's because I'm aware of him more so than the people, and he makes me aware of the people. Second thought I want to give you this evening, why, why the urgency for compassion? Number two is because few are moved by it. If not us, who? <laughs> the, the priest? There's many, there's many, even ministers that bypass people that are hurting deeply. They're, the Levites, those are uh, representing the Christians. There are many, there are many those that are, are Christians that are just bypassing those that are on the side of the road, those that are hurting, those that are in need. And if not them, or if not us, then who? Who? Who's going to reach them? Jesus one day, he was... Uh, with the multitudes of people, and it broke his heart. It just broke his heart. And it, it needs to break our heart. I want to read that to you in, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 and 37. It says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, Get this, the harvest is plentiful. Those that are in need of compassion is plentiful, but the laborers are few. He said, there's few people that are willing, uh, that are willing to do something about the needs of, the, uh, of, of people here on this earth. What are we going to do? I thought, Lord, how do I address this? How do I talk to our, our people? Uh, you know, I... I I'm not saying this because we're not compassionate. I believe our church is one of the most outstanding. If I didn't pastor this church, I'd come to this church. It's one of the most outstanding churches that I know. And, and I, I love our church dearly. But I do know that, that still people struggle with being compassionate. And I thought, okay, well, why, why is it 
that it's only a few that are moved with compassion? Why is it that the, there was only one out of three that was motivated with compassion to do something about the, the, the guy that was on the side of the road? Why is it that Jesus looked at the harvest and he says the labor, I mean, the, 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 the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Why is that? What, 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 is, what, is, the, what is the struggle with people, and I, I just have some quick thoughts. Again, I just wanna, I just wanna share. Let me, let me just tell you one reason why compassion is one of God's ways to move people into action. Number one, uh, and why people struggle with it is because it's an unselfish act, and by nature we default towards selfishness. If it doesn't benefit us then we struggle with doing it. If it takes, if, 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 it's, if it messes with our, our selfish ambitions, our, our self-interests, if it, if it messes with our, our schedules, our finances, our, our you know, and, and the list can go on. If it messes with ours, mine, ooh, ooh, my stuff, my time, my, my talents, my this and that and the other, then people struggle with it. And that's one of the causes that cause it to be, cause, causes uh, compassion to only be among the few. Yeah. Let me give you another thought. Is it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it's not always comfortable when you minister to somebody that's in deep pain. And it's, it's sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's better to avoid than it is to step out of your comfort zone into, into somebody else's world where your world is comfortable and you got to step into somebody else's world that's in chaos, that's in a mess, that's in, in crisis, that's a, just gone through a storm or whatever else that it's gone through. It, it becomes very uncomfortable for you. Because you don't know what to say. You don't know how to do it. Let me tell you something. I can tell you, uh, most of the time, I don't know what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do. I, I, I just don't. I just trust the one that lives in me that he's going to help me whenever I get there, whenever I step into a situation. And he typically does. Actually, he always does. Are you with me? So... Discomfort will keep us from being compassionate. How about inconvenient? Oh my gosh. It's always inconvenient. It's almost like this is the most inconvenient time in the world for this to happen. It always is. It's like, like, here's the thing about my life. And I, I tell people all the time, don't worry about my schedule. Okay, Jesus, he was always going somewhere, but he there was always interruptions in his in the in the process of where he was going, and he allowed those interruptions to be divine moments in the lives of other people. I'm going to live my life busy about the master's business. I'm going to live it that way. That's how I live. I purpose to do that, but also leave room when for people. And if I have to readjust and juggle and move and shift and shove and, and whatever I need to do, I do it because I'm going to reach some people. Right. And so as inconvenient as it may be, 
uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my hardest to reach out and, and touch whoever needs to be touched, if it's supposed to be me. Are, are, you, are, you, are you tracking with me? Okay, so I, I, could, I could continue to press this, but I, I think you're getting it. And here's another reason that I, I just want to share with you guys. It's also expensive. It's costly. My wife and I have allowed it not to be an issue in our life. To, to pastor, to, to help people, it's just, you know, if we can, if we can do it. We're going we're gonna to try to do it. We're going to try. Not, can't always do it, but and some people we just, you know, uh, we're not going to be an enablers. There's some, there's spiritual, there's spiritual, what I would call uh, spiritual uh, moochers. That they, they just, uh, uh, and maybe there's another word for that. Uh, uh, anyway, you get what I'm saying. And so sometimes we're just not going to enable somebody. Okay? All right? So I'm not talking about that, but you notice this, this, this Samaritan, he, he, he took of his own supplies, he bandaged him, he, he put him on his donkey, took him to the inn, paid for him. He says, listen, if there's any more expense, I'll take care of it when I get back. There's, there's expense to, uh, to doing it. And let me tell you, if we're going to be compassionate, thank you. For you that, that are, are tithers and givers, and I'm here to tell you what we do and, and, and the people that we're able to not only touch here, but uh, re- literally around the world through our giving, it's because of your compassion for people. Thank you so much. Okay? I just want to put that plug in. And, and, but I, 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 sometimes, sometimes it just costs cost you. It costs you time. It costs you energy. It costs you heart. Oh, it costs you your heart sometimes. Sometimes you just got to put your heart out there. And sometimes it gets trampled on. Sometimes people just, they're inconsiderate and they, they hurt you. Yeah. I get hurt all the time. Yeah. It's like, Lord, they just don't know what they're doing. Jesus, that's what he said. They know not what they do. It's like, Lord, I'm, I'm loving, I'm pouring my heart out. I give my heart for you guys. I give my heart for the people that we're wanting to reach and, and, and trying to reach. And, 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 and sometimes it's just maybe not appreciated or misunderstood or whatever. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's not about me. One thing I had to learn is that ministry cannot be about me. It's got to be about God and others. If it becomes about me, then I'm going to, at some point, I'm going to bail ship. And so it might cost a little pain, and sometimes maybe a lot of pain. But if it does, one thing I know about, I know, is that he still heals. (laughs) That he will heal your heart, and you will get over it. And so what? Somebody didn't appreciate it. So what? Somebody didn't receive the ministry that you was trying to give them. You just keep on keeping on and doing what God wants you to do. Amen. Amen? I'm just so grateful for people that, like the guy that reached my life. Oh my gosh. He's my hero. 
Last I heard, I'm so saddened by this. Last I heard, he was backslidden. I'm thinking, but don't you know the people you're touching? You're touching people through me. You're ministering to people through me. Don't you know your influence can, can touch a world? And guys, I'm telling you, your compassion can touch a world. Okay. Let me bring it home with one more just closing thought. Why the urgency for compassion? Number three, everyone is better off with compassion. Everyone is better off with compassion. With compassion, you don't give and God not make sure and, and God uh, uh, not hold back and give something back to you. He'll make sure that you are blessed by it. I want to read First Peter chapter three, verse eight and nine. It says, "Finally, all of you, be like-minded, show sympathy, love, compassion, humility, to and for each other, not paying back evil for with evil or insult with insult, but." Repaying the bad with a blessing. It was this, it was this you were called to do so that you might inherit a blessing. It's just something that happens. I know there's, I know there's, there's a satisfaction when you're helping people. I I understand that part. And honestly, I, I love you. I appreciate you, but don't let that be your motivation. Truly. Don't let, it, don't let what you do for others because of the sense of, 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 of satisfaction and accomplishment be the motivation why you do what you do. But you do benefit from it. It does happen to you. But even more than that, I believe that God's always in the background doing so much more than we really realize what he's doing. It's more than a satisfaction. He'll come into your world and he'll rock your world when you need your world rocked. When you have a need, he'll make sure your need's met. When you have a need for compassion, he'll make sure that somebody's there to express and and minister compassion to you. And sometimes he's doing things that you don't, he's just perfecting things. He's doing things that you don't even realize he's doing in the middle of you going, even in your own pain, reaching out to somebody in their pain, he's doing something on your behalf. Because that's what he does. Here's a scripture that I've been reading for years. It's out of the Message Bible. I just love it. I, it just, it does something for me. It does something in me. And I just share this with you. In Proverbs eleven twenty four and 25, it says, For the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Why? Because when it's, we're stingy and it's selfish, it's, it's about our little world. But when we're generous, then it, our world begins to get larger. The people, again, so many, so many people are being reached Because one guy reached out to me. And then it goes on to say this. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. You can't help, help, but be helped when you help others. Amen. 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 Urgency for compassion. It's needed. And there's three good reasons. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Let's pray.